Good day, Saints fans and NFLers around the world. Welcome into the Who Dat Dish podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things New Orleans Saints as part of Fan Sided. As always, I'm your host, Dayton Brown. And I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. We want to thank all the extraordinary listeners out there for tuning in to our third episode of the Who Dat Dish podcast. Now, in this third episode of the Who Dat Dish podcast, we have a very special guest we'd like to welcome. Currently residing in New Orleans, Louisiana, this man has been a Saints fan for some time and is near and dear to the crew here at Who Dat Dish. Everyone, please give me a warm welcome to Saints fan and Who Dat Dish editor, Dean Mullen. How welcome, are you, Dean? Dean. Man, I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? doing fantastic. <laughs> really happy to have you on the show, Dean. Yeah, yeah I am. I am so... Proud of y'all, both Dayton and Tyler, for taking this role, putting this podcast together. Uh, I am very happy to be here today, and I am, I'm ready to get going. I'm ready. Well, we're more than happy to have you, Dean. Honored. Um, how long have you been part of uh, Who Dat Dish? I have been with uh, Who Dat Dish for about two years now. I took over the editor role back in, I think it was August, September, so I'm, I'm hitting that one-year mark. And uh, it is definitely a challenge, but I do love it. I uh, was a writer before that, just like y'all. We didn't have a podcast, so this is, this is great to see. And um, I really do love the growth. I just, I mean, we are just really, really kicking some butt now. So I'm, I'm so happy to be a, a part of this. Yeah, the, the site has really taken off. And we had Ty on last week. He was fantastic. You both are such great editors. Um, I don't think you guys get enough credit for uh, what you do for the site. You guys give a lot of credit to us, but we just like to show credit back to you guys because you guys do a fantastic job, not only editing the articles, but making sure everybody um, knows what they're doing and it, you know is on a, a nice schedule and, and, and is always talking. Uh, you know, Creating that group DM is, is such a huge step for the site. So really commend you guys for, for what you do. So yeah, really glad to have you on, Dean. Um, Let's get into the articles of the week, um, weekly segment where we discuss our most recent articles and then we pick one from another contributor to praise and talk about. Um, Dean, we're going to go ahead and start with you. Um, give us one of your articles that you've written uh, recently and then give us uh, one from another contributor that you'd like to praise. So yeah, the article I'm going to go with is one I've written uh, just a few days ago. Uh, it's very uh, important to me actually. Uh, last week, Jim, Jim Henderson, a legendary sportscaster here in New Orleans, is going to go into the Louisiana Hall of Fame. So I wrote an article. Basically, the New Orleans Saints and Jim Henderson are like red beans and rice. And his, I know it. I don't know how, how much y'all know of Jim Henderson, but I, you know, I grew up in the the late '70s and '80s, and that time in the mid to late 80s when they started to take off the Saints get their you know first winning season things start turning around Jim Henderson came in in 1986 and just became a star legendary play-by-play guy he made the call for the NFC championship which I'm sure y'all saw that game when he made that field goal uh just gives me chills just thinking about it you know he so he he deserves his credit and I just can't imagine uh you know, the Saints radio broadcast being without them. So that's that's the article I picked for me. Now, the article I picked from someone else was from Tyler Burchett. And basically, the article was Saints Summer News 2017, please know more. 
honestly, I I have I haven't felt this good going back to draft. I was so psyched. Up. I mean, I've been going to pro days. I went to the Senior Bowl. I've been, you know, I've been jacked up about you know who the Saints going to draft and watching players. So happy with the draft, everything. I feel like we've sort of lost a little of that uh, with you know the late injuries that we've had. We've had some good news, obviously getting Adrian Adrian Peterson. But I'm just hoping that actually the rest of the summer will be a little bit quieter, to be honest, yeah. going into training camp. Agreed. So, and that, and that, I think that article hit on that. Um, also, the one of the things he did mention was Drew Brees ranked number 16th on the NFL top 100 players, which is it is something to celebrate. So that was good too to see. Both fantastic articles. Um, Tyler, go ahead. You got the floor, man. Give us one of your articles and an uh, article from another contributor. Okay. So I'm going to start off with uh, the article from <clears throat> another contributor. This article is called, In Words Win Back Fans, NFL Needs to Expedite the Penalty Process. And that is by Houdat Dish writer Matt DeMello. So basically what this article goes into is all the pen- penalties in the NFL, how long the games are, what the NFL and the fans alike can do together to help cut down some of the um, – uh, cut down some of the, just little intricate parts of the NFL that make it boring for fans and just gets into all the really analytical stuff and all the different hours and minutes. It's a really good article if you're into that kind of stuff, so I recommend that. And the one that I have was actually posted uh, this, I'd say, by myself, is basically if everything else fails, rely on the special teams. So basically what that goes into is... Basically, the New Orleans Saints uh, could have a lot relying on them in 2017. It just depends on how you look at what parts have been added, what parts have been taken away. We're going to mention later, by the way, um, uh, the uh, loss of Nick Fairley. But basically what it gets into is special teams, a position that is sort of underrated in the NFL and what the Saints are getting into and how, um, how they get into the NFL in regards to what the plays they make, what plays they unfortunately don't do very well in. But it's a good article if you're looking, um, if you enjoy uh, reading about special teams. But uh, as you told me, Dayton, the floor is now yours. So what articles <laughs> do you have? Really enjoyed that special teams article by yeah, you, my man. Thanks. I'm excited that it came out. I'm very excited about your other article, too, of the um, the uh, four reasons the Saints defense will be improved. <laughs> Thank you. I remember you telling me about how long it was taking you, and you wanted to have seven reasons, but you had to cut it down just because of how long the article was. Very in-depth, very, very fantastic. So um, uh, the article that I had just released today is part of the uh, top five Saints of all time series that we've been doing here on whodatdish.com, which which have been uh, very fun to read. And uh, it was very fun to make myself. I did the top five cornerbacks in New Orleans Saints history. While it was fun, it was also very difficult because uh, I, I couldn't, at the, at the time, I really couldn't even name five great cornerbacks in Saints history. I could obviously name five and they were current guys, but couldn't name like fantastic, phenomenal guys off the top of my head for cornerbacks. So I really had to do some um, digging really had to do some research, um, but I was very happy with the final product of the list, um, and and uh, it, it was great to see the history of the Saints, and I, I got to learn more about how they started and their inaugural season, and uh, Dave Witzel and Dave Weimer, two guys I had never even done any type of research on in the past, got to know a lot more about them, so it, it was just great to get back to the roots of the Saints as well uh, in the process of making that list. And then the article I wanted to plug to is by um, our other editor, Ty Anania. I know I'm saying his name wrong, but uh, Ty, I, I apologize. But um, uh, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually put out a top five list, uh, but it's the top five breakout candidates of 2017 for the New Orleans Saints. Um, super interesting article because he covers five different areas. You, you know, you would think that he might put Michael Thomas or Adrian Peterson or some electrifying players, but he put out um, Andres Pete on the offensive line. He's going to need to step up due to injuries. Um, and then he put AJ Klein, one of the new signees who needs to man down the middle for us. Uh, he also put... Uh, Delvin Bro, uh, who is slowly becoming a fantastic defensive back for the Saints, but he really needs to get to that next level. Uh, he put in Kobe Fleener, who needs to prove his contract um, and obviously help out Drew Brees on the offense. And then he put in Alex Okafor, another brand new signing for the Saints from Arizona, who needs to hold down the other end of the defensive line opposite of Cameron Jordan. So I just thought it was a very, very uh, in-depth and fun article to read. I, I mean, I, I, I love reading other writers' opinions on players and, and who needs to step up to help us out. Uh, gives you a lot of optimism because, you know, if, if the, those five guys do their jobs in the season, the Saints are going to have a really good season. They're, they're going to turn out really well. So, um, But, yeah, so be sure to go to whodatdish.com. That's where we live. That's where we operate. That's where you should live as well. Be sure to read all of our articles. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to move on to some very, very sad news. Um, Nick Fairley has been placed on the 2017 injury reserve list for the New Orleans Saints. Um, in other words, he is out for the rest of the 2017 season before it even begins. Um, 100% or I would say 99% sure hasn't really been confirmed, but we can only assume that it is because of his heart condition that he's been dealing with um, for a long time that just recently came up. Um, Tyler, I'll go to you first. Okay. Uh, obviously, this injury is heartbreaking to Saints fans. You obviously want it to... Uh, see a very healthy Nick Fairley. Um, let, tell me what this does in terms of the team and where we go forward after his injury. Okay, so uh, before I uh, go to where we're going forward with it, I'll just go quickly to where we were with it. Right now, the Saints were trying to um, improve the defense, a part of the team that hasn't exactly been the high point in past years. You look at what the Saints did as far as who they brought in. It looked, you know... Um, they added a lot of different players defensively throughout the offseason, throughout free agency, the draft. But it's a big blow for the Saints for a team who didn't very, uh, who didn't really have a ton of different big contributors on defense. Nick Fairley last year really proved his contract. He was a really big contributor for the defense. But, okay, so where we're going now. We, a day and I like to use uh, for this podcast is OurLads.com. For those of you who didn't know that, it's a depth chart. That analyzes all the different teams, and I'm looking at right now what would have what we would have had was a Sheldon Rankins and Nick Fairley on the inside, with Cameron Jordan and possibly Alex Okafor on the outside. Now with Nick Fairley out, it sort of limits our options. We don't exactly have that dynamic playmaker we did for the defense with Fairley. We do have a few options though. The uh, few guys that look out to me personally are Tony McDaniel's and David Oniamata. Those are two guys who I could see really um, filling in if we don't decide to trade for someone like Sheldon Richardson or um, picking someone up in free agency. But yeah. that's where we sit right now. Yeah, and it's, it's unfortunate. We are already limited in there. So, um, Dean, uh, I'll, I'll ask you two questions. The first is um, outside of football. Um, what does this mean for, for Fairley? Do, do you think this is an indicator that he should retire, or, or do you think he should wait this out for the full year and, and try to make a comeback at football? 
Yeah, uh, first thing I want to say is obviously uh, thoughts and prayers to to Nick Fairley, yes. uh, to him and his family and, and the Saints organization, because, you know, right now the news is so fresh. Uh, it's really it's really disheartening. It's hard to believe because it's just yeah. it's so fresh and new. And, you know, I think this could go a couple of different ways, you know, for, for Nick Fairley and the Saints. You know, this this could be a. Not a, I wouldn't say a good thing, but it could be a rallying thing where they sort of rally around, you know, Nick Fairley and his, his illness and maybe he can come back next year. And, and, and who knows? Because we don't, you know, none of us are doctors, obviously. We don't have the, the, the medical prognosis or anything. But I think it could be, you know, a positive thing in, in the long run, you know, where everybody starts to rally around them. Uh, or in the, in the other sense that, you know, it, it's a big loss. There's no way, you know, to replace him as a player and what he can do on the field. So it, it, it's a lot of pressure, and it's going to be pressure on whoever decides to come into that role. So, yeah. you know, it, it's going to be a lot of pressure, and training camp's only just a few weeks away. So I think it can be one or two things, and I think time will tell. Absolutely. And, um, we were all very optimistic about Fairley when, when we first heard that he was going to get more opinions on his heart condition and that he had been dealing it for such a long time. And I, I mean, it's like you said, thoughts and prayers out to him. It's very unfortunate to see him come off a career year that helped us out so much uh, a season ago, uh, sign a brand new contract with the team. Um, the, the great thing about him is that he didn't even talk to any other teams in free agency. He, he wanted to be here in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I really, really, really do hope that uh, he ends up staying. So, um, I mean, there's not much else to say about it other than really we hope he gets better. Um, it, it's going to take a year. Um, but, Dean, do you think due to this that the Saints change their defensive formations at all? Not not necessarily their their base defense. They they, they can stay at a four three base defense um, all they want. That's fine. But do you think that they go more to a three four or um, like a three five two or or whatever it may be? Do you think that they kind of switch it up more now that he is out? I, I doubt it. It's only because it's you know it's so close right now to going into to training camp. I'm not saying it's you know it might happen, but I just I don't see them changing their whole you know, defensive philosophy and sets um, due to, you know, a big loss for sure. And, you know, it's still, you know, if you had like a definite person that we're sure of, okay, this guy's going to come in maybe. But, you know, there's a few guys that come in with a lot of different skill sets that could come in his position. So it's still, they still have to see who's going to be that person. I mean, it, it could be somebody that's not on the roster, probably will be, but um, with with training camps, there's always a chance that somebody come in uh, that's undrafted, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting. And, and like um, uh, Tyler alluded to, uh, we do still have some guys uh, in the back, and then signing uh, Tony McDaniel definitely, definitely is going to help out in hindsight. And I now that kind of makes me think maybe he Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis knew a little bit more than the general public did when they signed Tony McDaniel. That's a possibility. I'm just, I'm just speculating here. Maybe they knew nothing and, and they just wanted to sign Tony McDaniel just to sign yeah. him. So, um, but yeah, very unfortunate news. Um, but the most important thing for Fairley is that I hope that he gets healthy and I hope it happens sooner than later. Whether he plays another down for the Saints or any team, 
ever again. Uh, we just all hope that you get healthy, Nick, if you're listening. Uh, we just all hope that you're um, healthy. So, um, But yeah, l- let's move on to something a, l- a little bit more fun, a little bit more um, joyous. Um, Tyler, go and introduce uh, this uh, Jeopardy game that, that you came up with, and you did a fantastic job of doing it. So go and introduce this out to the audience. Okay. Oh. So uh, I assume everyone's heard about uh, the classic game of Jeopardy, you know, on TV. That, One of you know, my favorites. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. Yes. Uh, basically, you know, uh, okay, now the only difference here is um, due to budget cuts, these points won't actually be worth anything. <laughs> but um, basically, we've Darn. got some questions for you, Dean. Well, basically, for the fans at home who haven't seen this board, basically it's going to be a trivia-based board. We have four different categories. Who am I? Drew Brees, Ricky Jackson, and the greatest at position – and we have a point systems worth for 100 to 200 points. And I guess we'll just go from there. Dean, is there a certain uh, category you'd like to start off with? Uh, what are the categories? Okay. Can you um, name again? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, who am I? Who am I? Uh, Drew Brees, okay. Ricky Jackson, and greatest apposition. Let's go. Oh, yeah. The point values are 100 and 200. Just as a heads yep. up. Okay. Why don't you gotcha? All right. Let's go to Ricky Jackson. Okay. For 100 or 200. We'll go with 100. Okay, uh, that'll be my question. So, uh, Dean, how many Pro Bowls did Ricky Jackson attend in his career? Um, well, let's go with two. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. Uh, the correct answer we were looking for was six. You're lowballing hey. him. Terrible. Yeah. Lowballing. That's all right. Go bad. It's my favorite that's right. player. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Six is that's that's great that all he made right. it to six. Yeah, uh, he was a heck of a Excellent. player. That's for sure. Ouch. All right. So we have that done for Ricky Jackson for one hundred. I'm keeping track on our, our little sheet here. So we also have for one hundred points greatest acquisition, Drew Brees, and who am I? Would you like to take a stab at one of those? Uh, me again, right? Who am I? Yeah. Okay. Who am I? Okay. So this is gonna be like a little riddle. So I've got a question for you, Dean. When I was on the field, everyone called me Mr. Hollywood. I'm an outspoken, record-setting pro bowler that used to play for the Saints. When it came to this position I played, I was dynamic for the Saints. Who am I? Pro bowler, right? I mean, wait, did you say a Hall of Famer? Um, I didn't say Hall of Famer. I'll give you a pro bowler, though. Joe Horn. Correct. Woo! Nice job. Great job, Dean. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. We've got two two more categories for you uh, for 100 points, and you have all the questions for 200, Dean. We've got Drew Brees and greatest at position. Which one would you like? Let's go with Drew Brees for $100. So $100 fake dollars. (laughs) (laughs) 100 oysters. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) um, Okay, Drew Brees. Currently in the National Football League, uh, 5,000 yard passer achievement has been acclaimed nine times by various quarterbacks. How many times has Drew Brees thrown for 5,000 yards? Now I'm doing this right out of the top of my head, no Googling. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. uh, 5,000 yards. Let's go with five. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Attaboy. Square that was. I'm on fire. Let's Good go. job. Oh, yeah. Two, right. two in a row. All right, and the last one I've got for that I'll be asking you is the greatest apposition. So, the greatest apposition, uh, which running back has the most rushing yards in New Orleans Saints history? I got that. Deuce McAllister. Correct. Yes, and sir. In fact, he actually had 6,096 rushing yards. 
for the New Orleans Saints. So great it helped job. that I, it helped that I did the five greatest running backs in history. That's uh, true. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. you, you just met him too when you were at Yes, uh, I did. Camp. I did meet him. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's awesome. All right. All right so got so, some questions for you, Dean. Fantastic. So, uh, Dean, pick another category. Who am I? Drew Brees, Ricky Jackson, or greatest at position for 200 points? What? Uh, greatest acquisition. All right. Which New Orleans Saints player has been part of the most first-team All-Pro selections? This is a tough one. Which New Orleans Saints player has been part of the most first-team All-Pro selections? Might surprise you, Dean. Okay, so it's not obvious. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Willie Rofe. Ooh. Close. Uh, not really, okay. actually. Uh, well, yeah, no, kind of close. <laughs> kind of close, actually. No, you're right. It was an offensive lineman. Uh, Jari Evans. He had four. Oh, okay. Four, yeah. No, you were close, though. Offensive line, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Who am I, Drew Brees, or Ricky Jackson? Let's go back to Ricky. See if I can oh. come back. Okay. You, no, might, you, you might actually get this one. Um, okay. In Ricky Maybe. Jackson's career, how many interceptions did he have? Including his time with the Saints and with the 49ers. How many interceptions did he have? That is tough, fellas. Let's see. I am going to go with zero and guess. Uh, Lowballing him again. Oh, no. <laughs> he, had, he had eight career interceptions yeah which is yeah you're right defense i mean his position they don't typically get a ton of interceptions but yeah he had i thought it was i was looking for a trick question i was thinking like five six and i was like you know what maybe man i hope i don't meet ricky jackson in person oh you're right you're right probably you might be like dang what'd you do to me yeah He's 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 the biggest Who That Dish podcast fan ever and you and you just totally disrespected him with that no i'm just kidding okay so i'm going um, high going high okay okay so, two left. Who am I or Drew Brees for 200 points? Let's go with Drew Brees. All right. In Drew Brees' career, how many times has the Saints quarterback attended the Pro Bowl? How many times has Drew Brees been to the Pro Bowl? Okay. And counting the Chargers, right? Two? Oh, just the Saints. Um, uh, I think oh, uh, It's a big number. It's a big number. Okay, it's a big number. He, really the Pro Bowl I, he never, the Yeah, I don't think he ever went to the Pro Bowl for the Chargers. So, count okay, it's okay, kind of the same. Enough. All right, I'm going uh, to go with let's go with eleven. Uh, close. close. This is actually his jersey number nine. nine. It's all right. Close. It's all right, I feel good though. That's all right. It's gonna the be It's gonna be eleven by the time he retires. So I mean, I mean, right. I mean you're all right. So, all right. So, um, and then who am I for two hundred points? Final question, Dean. If you get this, it's worth five thousand points. And the points don't Ooh, mean anything, back. but you still get five thousand points, so which, or, which is or 5, awesome. Five thousand so, oysters. Yes. Five thousand oysters. Right. We will mail you those oysters if you get this correct. Okay. And he needs us to be fifty percent for his accuracy. So yes. Come on, D, yes. you got this. All right. All right. Who am I for five thousand oysters? <laughs> I played with the Saints, Patriots, Dolphins, and Seahawks. I won a Super Bowl with the Saints. I'm a fullback. Who is it? Uh, I was just studying fullbacks. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with Mr. Coon. Oh, Coon. no. No. 
Wait, 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 wait. Don't reveal it yet. Do you have another guess? Wait, wait. I'll, I'll let Lorenzo, you go one more time. Lorenzo guess. I'll give you another hint. I'll give you another hint before you guess. He's on TV. Okay, he's on TV. Yes, he's uh, on TV. <laughs> NFL really... Network to be exact. NFL Network to be exact. He's a fullback. Why can't I think of a fullback? Wait, he play, say who he played for again? Give me, a, give me that. So uh, Saints, so, Patriots, Dolphins, and Seahawks. Yeah, the two main teams that he played for were the Saints and the Patriots. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. <laughs> Is that your final Give me answer? another hint. Uh, one more. One more little hint. Um, let me think. Um, uh, he's stacked. He's a, he's a big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super stacked. Uh, fullback, he's huge. I'm pretty sure his number was 44 with the Saints. If I'm not, if I'm not I mistaken. think you're right, there. I think it was 44, yeah. yeah. Actually, just go little... ahead and give it to me. Uh, I just, I'm drawing a blank here. Heath Evans. Heath. Oh, man. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. All right. We weren't going to be able to mail you those many oysters anyway. So, I mean, but you you got a lot of them right. I, I was actually, yeah. I was super impressed because these are pretty tough. I mean, th- these tough, are man. typically general knowledge questions. These are pretty tough. Yeah, so. we, were, we were discussing uh, a while, for a while, uh, trying to think of some hard ones. And yeah. we stumped you, but it's all right. So, so we, I don't, I don't right. do well on tests, man. No, I, I used to look, up, uh, look, over this, look over this little guy's shoulder with uh, glasses and <laughs> The, <laughs> the guy who gave you All right. Okay, so we still actually have uh, about five more minutes, uh, and we have some questions that we were going to do at the beginning of the show, but uh, the uh, Nick Fairley news came in, but we have time to ask them, so uh, yeah. if, if you're cool with it, Dean, we'd love to ask yeah. you some personal, yeah. personal questions. It. So um, you cool. have been living in New Orleans for a lot of your life. You, you are a graduate of uh, University of New Orleans, so you know Correct. you've been down there for a long time. You know the feeling. Um, right now, though, what is the current feeling of fans down in the New Orleans slash Louisiana area concerning the team and whatnot? Um, this, I guess this would be pre-Nick Fairley news. Pre, yeah. so, well, what are they kind of feeling down there about the, the team this year? Yeah, I, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people, and actually I put this exact question uh, posed in, you know, what record do you think the Saints, you know, would get in 2017? And I was actually... I was I was surprised that they are very optimistic. I, I really feel that, you know, if I had to ask like a, a, a hundred people, I think that nine and seven, you know, somewhere around that level is is about where they're at or 10 and six. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, but I, I mean, I think the draft had a lot to do with it. I think I think a lot of people, including me, I just feel really good about the, the players that they got. I, I really do. So I, I think overall that they're they're hopeful. I'm sure in the last week or so, the including myself, are just trying to regroup and trying to, you know, process this new news that that's just coming. But right, we 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 can do we cannot go seven and nine four years in a row. It's it's almost impossible statistically. The yeah, seriously, yeah. the new Jeff, Jeff Fisher. Fisher. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they're optimistic, though. I'm glad that y- y- y'all are optimistic. And, I, and I, let me add, add one more thing. Uh, the schedule is very key. The first six games yes. are are brutal. Yes, are very brutal. Uh, I think either th- four out of six are playoff teams from the year before. It might be three out of six, but um, if they can get through that stretch, three and three. I know that doesn't sound that great, but three and three. The rest of the schedule really it, it, it's favorable favorable to them, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And and one of those games we have to go all the way to London. 
to play. So Yeah, and that's the weird game that I have no idea what's going to happen because yeah. there's so many intangibles to deal with. That's, that's going to be a, a, an interesting game, you know, that, that one game. That's a, sort of a hard game to predict, uh, those international games, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We still have uh, time for more questions. Thank go you. ahead. We'll, 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 uh, we got four questions for you. We'll ask all four. So we got three more Perfect. to go. So go ahead, Tyler. Okay. So I've got the next one for you, Dean. The question is for besides Drew Brees, who is the great uh, greatest Saints uh, Saints player you've ever watched in person? <clears throat> so y'all know, obviously, I, I I do like Ricky Jackson. Uh, yeah. uh, can, even though I screwed up, uh, you know, the answers and low ball. Lowballed him a little bit, but I will say there is a, another guy that I'm a big fan of, and I think everybody's a fan of here in New Orleans, Archie Manning. And this goes yeah. way back. Um, I had a I had an autograph picture. Then this is back like 1978, 1979. Archie Manning signed it, and he put like to my good friend Dean. It was like an old black and white picture and i can't find it now but oh no yeah so if anybody know if anybody sees that picture around, <laughs> around the street or that's yeah, hilarious uh, uh, it's mine it's, it's my picture you're it's the dean picture. he's talking about you are that dean <laughs> but yeah fantastic. he's beloved i actually met him there's a place called manning's here which he's i believe he's part owner and I met him in person. He was just standing right behind me. And I just wow. got to talk. Seriously, yeah. He, he's there all the time. And obviously, you know, his sons, they did pretty well in the NFL, obviously. Yeah. So, but yeah, he, he's just, uh, they were so bad back then. But he was always full of grace, you know. And, and he's just, a, it's a class act. You know, he's a class act on the field and off the field. So I, I, I really do like him and Ricky Jackson. By the way, y'all don't know this, but... Ricky Jackson used to ha- own a nightclub here called Club 57. I bet y'all know that. I did not know that. That's that's interesting. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, um, like 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 I said before, you've been a Saints fan for a long time. Been down in New Orleans area when the Saints won their first Super Bowl. That was a huge moment for Saints fans across the world. Dean, I want to ask you, what was the first thing you did after the Saints won their very first Super Bowl? You know, it's funny because I actually wasn't here. I was in, I was living in in, in Ohio. I lived uh, in Cleveland. Y'all may or may not know this. I lived in Cleveland for five years, which is not exactly the plethora of championships there. Right. Good point. uh, Yeah. As well. But anyway, so I was, I was watching at home with my wife and that that game was tight, you know, and we were behind most of the way and. You know, I, I, honestly, it was like I was watching the seconds, like there were hours tick off the clock, even though we like, I think we took a knee and, and when they won, I just, I think I ran out of the house and just, just started screaming and just, I don't know if I cried, laugh or, or, or just, but I, I got on Facebook and, and connected with a lot of friends from New Orleans. I watched the French Quarter live and I wish I could, I will say my mom, <laughs> my mom was actually in the French Quarter when they won the Super Bowl. Isn't that sad, though? My mom was there and I wasn't there. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I would love to have been a fly on the wall you. when you started screaming outside. Yeah. But, that would uh, nice. But, yeah, I, you, know, that, that, you know, that's something that no, nobody can take away from you. You know, it, it's like you have that one championship. We have it. Atlanta does it. And that's what makes it extra special, you know? 
Yep, yep, that's true. Uh, what is <laughs> it? Got... 28 to 3? Just want to mention that right 28 now. 28 to 3. 28 to 3. <laughs> yes. 28 right. to 3. And Matter of fact, go. yesterday, I just want to mention, was the 25th. Yes. 25-point lead that they blew. I love it. Happy Atlanta yeah. Day. Happy sorry, Atlanta Falcons Day. Fans. Sorry. <laughs> We're not, yeah. we're not sorry. No, we're not Falcons sorry, Falcons fans. <laughs> Heck no. Get out of well, here. Sorry they lost. Sorry they, they lost. They, That's they, my they, nope. No. Not no, sorry no, that they, they lost either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So I've got one last one for you. Um, how many points did the Falcons blow again? I'm just I'm yeah, right. Just, yeah. Mess <laughs> around. But um, uh, Dean, were you a Saints yeah. fan your entire life, or did sometime uh, during your childhood did you become a fan? <laughs> no, well. I mean, I can say I came out of the womb as you know, black and gold. But, um, but, but no, I, I I always been a Saints fan. I guess since I was probably five, six years old, my dad used to take me to the games, and um, you know, I I was there when they were one and fifteen. I seen those years seventy nine, four and twelve, and uh, my whole family. I got like you know five, ten cousins. They used to come over watch the game, and man, I. I I can't imagine not being a Saints fan. I mean, I just can't, I just can't fathom the idea. You know, I just, it's like I, I was born with a, a floor de lis you know, or I was born as a floor de lis I don't know, but it's, uh, I, I, I just love it. You know, I just love the buildup. And, and the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing now is it's beyond a dream. It's just like, I love, I love every second of it. I love it. It's like just candy all the time, you know? So I, I, and I enjoy, I will say it again, I enjoy the people I work with. I am so lucky to have Ty and y'all, Tyler Dayton, all my writers. It's just, it's like a family, you know? So I, 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 wanna, I always wanted to instill that from early on when I became an editor to just make it like a team. So yep. hopefully I've done that. You yep. have, absolutely. Yeah, we, can't, we can't thank you enough to, uh, for being our, our, our editor. You know, you've shown us so much. Uh, so much guidance and wisdom and um, laughs along the way so we appreciate you you know we uh, as yeah we do I all right that. fellas well uh dean thank you so much for coming on i know the uh, lsu florida baseball game is on here soon i'll be watching i know you will be as well um especially down there in louisiana that'll be exciting coming up here in about uh 20 minutes so um Absolutely. we're gonna let we're gonna let you go um go ahead and sign off real quick plug away your social media um say anything you'd like this this, this floor is yours right now, Dean. Say whatever you like before you sign off. Yes. Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter at Dean Noel Mullen. So it's Noel, not Noel. That's very important. I was <laughs> supposed to be born Christmas Day. I came a little early. That's the story on that. Nice. And um, LSU, by the way, yes, 20, 24 minutes. I'm going to go find a place to go watch that. Good luck to LSU. We could use a championship here in Louisiana. I got a good feeling about it. Yes, sir. And we're playing the we're playing the Gators. It's at that just that more special, you know. Absolutely. So, can't wait. Yeah. And last time LSU won a baseball championship, 2009, same year the Saints won the Super Bowl. So hopefully that uh, that happens again. We'll, we'll see. So, but um, yeah, Dean, thank you again so much for joining us today, Tyler. Um, go ahead. Yep. And, go ahead and. Um, I just Do give your sign off real quick. Go ahead, okay, man. Okay, perfect. So, for all of you guys that don't know, Dayton and I are on Twitter. You can follow Dayton at, uh, at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. And you can follow myself at, at you know, on Twitter, Raymond Tyler M. We do these every Monday afternoon. So, the next one coming up, guys, is going to be Monday, July 3rd. So, it's going to be a great podcast then. 
but also to make sure to follow our social media there to stay updated with everything that we uh, do and love. You know, we love doing this for you guys. We can't believe already it's our third podcast. But another thing, too, guys, our official uh, podcast account, uh, you know, the Who That Dish podcast has a Twitter account. So make sure to follow us at the WDD podcast to follow all of our guests when things happen, if any changes arise. Or anything, you know, just to stay updated. But other than that, though, that's all I've got. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much again for listening. Like Tyler was saying, it is already our third podcast, and we've had nothing but a great, fun time uh, doing the podcast. And yeah, it has gone by very quick. Um, Be sure to tune in next week as well. Um, If if everything goes according to plan, we will have Matthew McFat. Matthew McFatridge on the show next week. Um, he is a contributor for the Saints. Uh, fantastic guy. Very optimistic guy. Uh, intelligent. J- just great all-around guy. Super excited to have yep. him. If, if not, then it'll just be uh, Tyler and me, which uh, we haven't had since the very first podcast. So, um, But yeah, again, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in today. Be yep. sure to follow Thanks, us guys. on all those social media plugs. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you guys next week.